Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Nick Dugan with Barbie Clean. Welcome, Nick. Hello, Lee. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Barbie Clean. How are you serving folks? Uh, well, Barbie Clean is a home services industry franchise, uh, cleaning, repairs, replacements, sales of outdoor grills and barbecues. Um, started, I believe, 2012. And uh, Barbie Clean started out with the cleaning service. That's really our bread and butter. But um, as we've built up sort of uh, relationships with a lot of the grill manufacturers, sales has become a, a growing part of our business. But again, it's it's mostly cleanings, um, house calls, but a lot of uh, sort of apartment complexes, some hotel chains, really trying to get into the um, almost that commercial side of the market. But uh, but residentials are is our main focus as well. So now what was the genesis of the idea? Was it just some person that said, look, I got the equipment to clean this thing and a lot of people's grills are nasty and uh, I can help them? Yeah, you know, the founder, Brian, um, he had gone through the, he was a mortgage broker, gone through, suffered indeed in the uh, 2008 financial collapse, um, kind of saw his livelihood, his life flash before his eyes and realized he, he wanted to you know, changed tack and was looking for different franchise opportunities to get into. He, he's involved in a couple other franchising uh, operations and looked at a grill, tried to clean it, took him about four or four and a half hours, realized that, you know, maybe there was something here that if he could get a great uh, a formula, a technique, cut down on the time, you know, really up the efficiency, he, he would be onto something. And, uh, and he has been. So it was built a franchise from the very beginning? Well, I believe he, he started, you know, I believe he, that he, that was his intention from the beginning. Um, seeing as how he had this sort of prior franchise experience, he really, he really liked that business model. Um, so, yeah, so he, he was, uh, had that in his mind from the beginning. And, um, and then did it start where you're located? Yeah, he's, he was in uh, Pasadena, I believe some somewhere around there, uh, LA, Orange County. Uh, we're in seven states now, so we, we cover Southern California pretty much completely, San Diego, LA, um, Texas, a few locations in Texas, and a lot of coverage in Florida. And then we're also in places like Arizona, South Carolina, Tennessee, um, I believe uh, Louisiana. Now, was COVID uh, good or bad for your business? Because I could see more people were staying at home, so their grill became more important to them. And uh, But then I guess you can do this without really interacting with the customer. Exactly, yeah. You know, COVID has really accelerated the kinds of economic shifts that home service industries are, are poised to take advantage of. The sort of kind of slow, the shift away from retail locations into more e-commerce, into more you know, home services, uh, COVID's been really well for us. In fact, this last month, um, even through all COVID this last month was our, was our best month on record. Um, and we've been growing year on year. Uh, so, so we're really happy with how we've done through the, through a, a tough time for everybody, uh, no doubt. 
Now, um, so it started out with just cleaning, but now I would imagine it evolved to all kinds of services in and around the grill. Yeah, we yeah. So cleaning is the bread and butter. Um, of course, we'll do whatever sort of outdoor kitchen setup you've got. If you've got a fire pit, a pig roaster, a smoker, any any kind of outdoor kitchen style equipment, we'll clean. Um, sale well, obviously we'll repair anything. We can replace parts. We can replace different things. And then installation and sales of new grills and barbecues is a growing part. Like I said, on it, you can check out our website, barbeclean.com. We've got pretty much all the major manufacturers that you're going to want for your outdoor kitchen. And by the end of the year, I think we'll be coming out. It should be, you know, January maybe uh, with a sort of uh, chimney cleaning, fireplace cleaning, indoor kind of thing. It's the equipment sets not too dissimilar. So we think we can make that transition very easily to add that on to the business model. Now, when you do a, a repair or a replacement, do you take away the old grill? Of course, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll take away all the old parts um, for you, and then and then a full installation. And, you know, generally it's not it's not too complicated to kind of just pop in, pop out, and you know, put a couple pipes in there, or, you know, connect the gas and that kind of thing. So now, who is a good uh, ideal franchisee for you? Is it similar to the other folks that are doing other home services uh, franchises? Yeah, um, the ideal franchisee, you know, it's it's going to vary. Obviously, for any franchisee, you're going to want sort of self-motivated people. Um, we do have a veteran discount. We do have several veterans in the business. They do very well for us. Um, th- that's kind of, you know, a, a sort of a, someone who's willing to take a little bit of a risk. and. Uh, believes in themselves that they can kind of get this ball rolling um obviously prior franchise experience is always a plus um but but anyone um and, and location matters too i think you know depending on where they are i think that that's gonna be important um not, not one set of things but those are kind of the general characteristics but if somebody has already a home service franchise to add this to their portfolio it might be a good move since it could be the same customer Oh, definitely. And, you know, that's kind of a little bit of kind of how I'm um, trying to get the word out right now is I'm combing through, you know, other uh, home service franchises and trying to get in touch with some of their franchisees and and sell them as a sort of a something in addition to what they're already doing. Because, yeah, if you're already going to someone's house to, to clean their carpet or, or mow their lawn or something, um, it can be or the windows or anything like that, pool cleaning, um, you definitely it's a definitely an easier upsell and say, Oh, I have this other business. Um, you already know and trust the work I do. I, we, we really think that's a great, um, avenue to, to getting more franchisees and we, and we are actively, um, doing that. Now, are you building your own kind of home service cluster in and around this kind of activity? Like your, you mentioned the, um, chimney folks, is that going to be a separate franchise or is that going to just be another service the barbecue clean people offer? Well, the idea behind the, the chimney cleaning, the fireplace cleaning is that the equipment set is essentially the same set. So you don't have to buy a new set of equipment. All you'll need to do existing franchises, all they need to do is sort of um, learn the technique and sort of understand what, you know, the different, it's going to be a slightly different, obviously um, experience, but you have the equipment already and um, there's a sort of a, there's a small seasonality to what we do. Generally you have your high months in the, you know, in Florida, actually it's in the winter because it's so hot during the summer, but in different parts of the colder climes, um, you'll have people barbecuing the summer and the winter kind of cool off a little bit. So you have something to fill in that gap, that two month gap around 
you know, December, January. Um, that's kind of the idea behind it. But the equipment set's essentially the same, not going to be spun off, something to kind of just fill in that seasonality gap. Now, is this kind of a work-from-home franchise where they don't really need a location or they need some sort of a warehouse to store kind of the parts and things like that? Yeah, certainly one of the one of the big selling points is the low overhead. You, all you need is really a laptop, your phone, a car, and you're good to go. Obviously, the equipment set. <clears throat> so you don't need a retail location, um, which really cuts down on your on your costs. Uh, what we have, we I just went up to Ventura in California. One of our uh, successful franchisees up there, his name's Luke Chapa. He just opened up a warehouse facility with an office in the front and a sort of uh, warehouse section in the back where he set up a lot of different grills from different manufacturers. Um, it's going to be converted into a showroom right now. It's really something for all of his technicians to, you know, learn the mechanics of how to repair each kind and, and how to install just different learning about these grills. But um, so he has a showroom, he has a full retail location, but it's certainly not something that you need. Right. So that's just somebody on their own kind of doing that, but that's not baked into the franchise necessarily. Exactly. It's not. So now um, are there certain territories that work better than others? Like, you know, this is a affluent suburb kind of franchise. Like, like what's the market? Yeah, of course. You know, um, you're going to want your customer is someone who has a built in grill. Um, usually about one third of our customers have the rollaways. Um, that number has been going up a little bit lately, but um, yeah, most of your customers are going to be people that have built-ins, nicer homes, uh, more affluent. Um, generally, um, you know, like I said, the seven states we're in are all kind of below the Mason-Dixon. So that's, we are talking to a couple of people um, in, in New Jersey and, and in Nevada, but um, yeah, generally the, the, the warmer states, your barbecue country. Um, uh, but, you know, like I said, in Philadelphia, we think there's going to be a great fit there, um, but generally m more affluent customers. Now, are you looking for uh, kind of people that are up for just like a onesie or are you looking for kind of empire builders that want to take over, you know, kind of a larger territory? Well, what, we, what we're looking for, obviously, is, is someone that is willing, that understands and believes in the business and, you know, is willing to put it in. If they, if they want to, you know, if they're, yeah, we've been talking to several people that want to buy several territories at once and are looking at the sort of scaling it up. Um, obviously, that's that's very interesting to us, and we're, we're all for that. But you know, this certainly, um, you know, you can buy one territory and be and be very successful as well. Now, um, how do you kind of help them in their local market, kind of sell or identify the their prospects? Is that built into like kind of your the franchisor services that you provide? Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll be with them, you know, every step of the way. We're always available um, to go over marketing strategies. We have a system that we use that's worked very well kind of across the board. Um, so obviously show them how to implement that. Um, obviously we help them with the website. We have, we've built our own CRM that manages all the sort of customer invoices, uh, financials, addresses, anything like that. Um, so they get that. And yeah, we, we definitely have um, everything that we've done to be successful can be replicated uh, essentially wherever they're located, you know, with the regional magazines, the regional um, advertising outlets and things like that. 
So um, what are you looking at in terms of growth as we kind of enter the second half of this year? Yeah, this year looks to be our biggest on record. It's going to be substantial. I think we're looking at something about almost a 50% growth this year for the, you know, it depends on the different franchisees, but for a lot of our bigger franchisers of more successful guys, they're looking at something approaching a 50% increase year on year, particularly, I believe in Southern California, we're, we're going to, we're going to have a big increase. Um, as I said, this, just July was our best month uh, ever. Um, so it, it's, it's pretty exciting. Now, do you, do you, um, is that kind of because of people just investing in kind of more outdoor kitchen stuff or is it uh, just because, you know, of COVID and people are just eating in more? Like, like, how do you, how are you kind of getting a feel for what's happening in the marketplace as a trend in general? Yeah. It, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of factors. I think um, people were very happy to be a little bit, you know, compared to last summer, there was this sort of existential dread of the disease. I think people are more prepared to go out and enjoy themselves this summer. Um, I think that as I, I think this shift away from retail is, is not, I don't think it's going to go away. I think that it's been accelerated by this disease and this in the lockdowns more particularly. And um, I also think, you know, your people want to save money and, um, so there's a lot of things going on that that are playing into the, what we do, um, and it's hard to really pin it on one thing. But it it feels like that more and more people are investing in their kind of outdoor kitchen and outdoor experience, um, where yeah, they know, are bringing a handful of people to their house, like you said, rather than go out. Exactly, you save money. You you know you you're you're a little bit more insulated from whatever pathogens or things are out there. Um, there's a lot of upside to that. Um, you know, I was hearing, I, I thought I forget, it was maybe uh, uh, the Economist magazine where they're talking about everyone in the next 10 years, everyone's going to have their own, it, like everyone has a living room in their house. Everyone's going to have this sort of office room um, that just like, you know, everyone's because so many people are going to be working from home. I think we're probably not too far out from everyone having an outdoor kitchen in their home as well. Uh, I think we're trending in that direction. Yeah. Well, you see, I think because of people being locked down, they're watching a lot of videos and if they like to cook and they're seeing a lot of YouTube people with outdoor kitchens, it makes sense that they're like, well, let's look into that. Yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have more access than ever to great recipes. Um, Cooking is a lot of fun, healthier. I think, you know, you're able to avoid, MSG or whatever else is going into, you have just total control over your portions, over your ingredients um, that, you know, cook, cooking at home is always the, the preferred method. If you can, if you have, if you can do it, if you right. can eat your own food. <laughs> and, but, and outdoor kind of lends itself to more community and having folks over. And especially if the weather's good year round in those environments, an investment in an outdoor makes logical sense. I, I mean, it's not hard to rationalize that. Yeah, and it, the weather has been absolutely perfect this entire summer here in in Orange County, and we haven't been hit by any heat waves. It's been a it's been perfect. Well, if somebody wants to learn more about Barbie Clean, what's the website again? Yeah, uh, b a r b clean dot com. Um, you can always uh, reach me by email. I'm Nick at bar b clean dot com. 
Um, yeah, in, in all, if you go on there, you can check out our service. You can check out franchise opportunities. It's all on there. Good stuff, Nick. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Okay, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.